So have you actually gotten laid from this band? Like, have you pulled, like, I'm sure you guys have gotten laid. You guys don't look like virgins to me, but like, because you're in this band, has it given you any access to vaginas? Yes. Um, yes. Did you both have girlfriends before you started the band? <laughs> it just You're looking at the, the two guys who are actually really fortunate not to have, you know. Dude, congrats. Have to, have to, yeah, balance, honestly, have to balance that because we are two guitar players. That they have to balance that stuff out. And it, no, no, like be that serious. It's, it's like time management, seriously, because we, we go out so hard and, um, you know, balancing, going and playing wicked frat shows at random SEC schools as opposed to going out on a Saturday night at, at Old City with your girl. Like, that's pretty easy to say no to as a guitar player. So, Jackson, I've been lucky not have to uh, balance relationship management. I mean, no surprise that you're musicians who are single. That's like pretty easy to do, actually. I, I think the longest relationship I've ever been in was two years. So, okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think there's any girl I've ever slept with that I'm comfortable being seen with in public. Maybe one. But so good for you guys. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Just think about that going forward. Um, so. Bad, bad na- the bad neighbors. Yes. And then, are you also in Duck? Are you in the yes, side project? Yes, we're both too? in Duck. Yes. Yeah. We actually played last night, which is why we are an hour and a half late this morning. No, nah, hell yeah. I, I get that. So, <laughs> how, how was yeah. the show? Dude, it was fun. It was really fun. We kind of, last time we all played together was a month ago, and haven't really got to practice that much. Just got back from the beach, and, you know, we just ripped a little two and a half hour set, but it's a good time. Which beach? City. Oh, fuck it. You, you know, I grew up in Florida, but like Tampa Bay area. Mm-hmm. So like when I came here and everyone's like PCB, I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Coming from Florida, never hearing that. It's like, I thought I knew the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Panhandle's different. It's definitely different over there. You yeah. got to get into the scrotum. Like everybody <laughs> who's like, oh yeah, I'm going yeah, to Tallahassee yeah. or I'm going to fucking, what's the other one? Destin or yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm like, yo, that's... Sh- that shit ain't Florida. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get in the real armpit. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like South Alabama, pretty much. Oh, oh, definitely yeah, is. Definitely, definitely is. Yeah. I rate Pensacola though. Decent golf. Uncle lives down there now, but yeah, it's, it's no Tampa. It's no Tampa. That's where all the pencils are made, right? Pensacola. <laughs> Pensacola. That's my favorite drink. <laughs> Fuck. So, uh, how long have you been playing drums, man? Since. I like took two years of lessons when I was young, kind of got more into sports for a long time, and then kind of discovered rock music when I was in high school, picked it back up, kind of started playing with a little cover band, and then when I got to college, um, started a band, and I've kind of just been playing consistently ever since freshman year. Nice. You guys got good relationships with your dads? I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the classic rock vibe, you have to, right? That's <laughs> yeah. kind of like a tell. No, it, it is. Uh, yeah. I think it is. Funny yeah. thing, man, I actually grew up more on like old, like rap and funk. And so a lot of the rock, I had to kind of like find myself, like hear from friends and like, um, I don't know, maybe appreciate it more. It's kind of cool. You got any like favorite drummers for rock or any drummers in oh, rock yeah. that you look to to like get it down? Absolutely. Jump on them. Fucking out. Um, um, I really, I really like, like Nate, Nate Smith. Smith. He's nice. Also, 
drummer from the band Lettuce. Adam Deesh, I think his name is. I mean, they're a cool Super band. Good. They're yeah. funky. Yeah. And lead vocals. How, how long have you been... Are you a trained singer? How'd that go? Um, well, I started singing when I started playing guitar when I was 16. Um, the two kind of went hand in hand because if you're going to be learning all these new chords, it's a lot more fun to put down some vocal tracks to them. And um, the, good, the good thing about um, playing in, in high school is that you get your time to suck before you know you come to college and yeah. you know and have to really show it off. So I, I guess the only the only spots I cut my teeth at were uh, like high school performances, but um, no vocals have always been around and country was always really in my pocket vocally, but um, I've always been a huge classic rock fan, alt rock as well. So. Um, it's really just been a side hobby until about this year. I just decided I want to go play some more solo shows, really add that to my repertoire and also playing in other bands where my vocals were going to be required. So it's been like a fun, uh, fun way to come to fruition after like really getting down basic elements of the guitar. I won't brag about myself in that instrument and then getting up to an average level at bass. Now it's like, okay, I think I'm going to go with, the instrument that comes easiest to me, which is the vocals, and happens to be one of the most fun to practice, to be honest. So. Oh, yeah, you can make people real uncomfortable with vocal warm-ups. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. some shit. Uh, well, the Bad Neighbor's name absolutely can be traced back to uh, our former singer and I, you know, our practice times. I'm sure if, I'm sure if, I'm sure a better interview would probably be some of our neighbors, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's round two, I guess. So, did you guys know each other before you came to UT? Like, you started because you were going to UT together and shit, right? I imagine? Well, the funny thing is, I, I was always a hardo for playing ice hockey. I'm sure my band's heard enough of this, but I was, was actually... really good. I was playing <laughs> club hockey for a couple of years, and... Got like, I don't know, my fifth concussion. I was like, you know, I probably need this brain of mine and decided to start a band the summer leading into my junior year. Um, my buddy Jack and Adam. And we actually had a fraternity date booked and we had no drummer. So we tried out one guy and he was really, you know, he wasn't really feeling it. Love the kid, Matt Reitzel, actually. Great graphic designer. Uh, he He's doing some solo acoustic stuff now. Great voice on him as well, but... Um, it was really last minute. Funniest thing, not shocking, of course. Um, a couple of girls recommended Jackson to us. They thought he was cute. And I was like, all right, well, if he plays as good as he looks, he might be decent. So <laughs> that's kind of how it happened. I'd never met him before, but his former band, um, Sunshine Still, they were killer. And I'd seen them on, on YouTube and their social media stuff. So it was a no-brainer. Well, you hit that you hit that solid confidence. You didn't need to throw a no homo in there. You were just like right there, like you're a good looking guy, you know, yeah, like hell yeah. Oh, it was it was the girls' words, not mine. You know? <laughs> oh that quote. It was a quote. Yeah, yeah, I was quote I was quoting yeah. some lovely ladies. So. Oh yeah, the lady said if he looks as good as he plays, or if he plays as good as he looks, that's what the, that's what they said. Oh no no that was that was me making a, see uh, that was my thought yeah but you said it without a no homo I, I'm that's confidence oh yeah yeah, yeah I suppose that's confidence yeah. for sure so what was it like for you joining the band dude um fun I kind of felt just like the hired gun for a little bit and like it was really funny like like a fringe guy <laughs> I mean sure <laughs> I don't know but like 
I just remember the first practice when I, you know, we first started jamming some of the songs. Like, we were sitting in an apartment and kind of walking. I was like, hey, what's up, y'all? Like, you know, help me bring some of the stuff up. And we started playing. And, like, I wish I could have just, like, taken a picture of their face. <laughs> it was oh, great. it was pretty rad. It was great. Yeah. But, like, it, it was just fun ever since then, man. It's, uh, you know, we, it's, like, regimented, organized, and we got good. We got really good. So, like, at what point in being a band did you realize it's more of a business than a band? Because, like, it's it's really easy to, like, find out that, like, doing what you do will automatically draw a, cr- draw a crowd. If you're loud enough and you got that stage presence, like, people are going to come and maybe they'll, like, throw you some tip money. But, like, to organize the fact, like, okay, I want to, like, do you guys have other jobs? Do you guys have day jobs? Mm-hmm. You, you don't want those for much longer, though, do you? I mean, Yeah. Fuck no, that! No, no like definitely not. If you could do, if you could sit behind that kit for however long and make and cover your ass, like that's the dream, right? 100%. So, like, when did you realize this band could be profitable, and how did that come to come about? Um, when a small little school in DePaul, Indiana, offered us three thousand dollars to come play for them. How did that? So, like the like the dean was like, "Hey, I heard of you bad neighbors." I'd like to offer you a three thousand well, dollars scholarship. It was, actually, it was actually the mayor of Greencastle, Indiana, Adam, Adam Pazban. Yeah, uh, he kind of hooked mayor. us up. Is, our, he, is he a brother our, or something? Oh fuck? no, he's he's our guitar player. Um, <laughs> the mayor of Green. Oh yeah, he's he's the mayor. No, he, he used to play football over there for that for that D three school. He was actually really good out of high school. Like myself and a lot of his buddies were like, man, this kid could have gone to D1 if he went to more of these like football camps. He might get upset with me for saying that, but like he knows how good he was in high school and stuff. But he ended up at that D3 school, which is, by the way, one of the coolest spots in the United yeah, States. I'm Shout out Greencastle, Indiana. Shout we love you guys. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was probably one of the moments for me as well. But I mean, Truth, truthfully, to be honest, I think it was from show number one at SAE when we were able to give Jackson a nice signing bonus for coming out and playing with us, keep him sticking around. No, I we, we paid him. He was like, oh, wait, it's the other half for you. I'm like, oh, no, welcome to Bad Neighbors. <laughs> Fuck yes. So, like, do you guys have a manager? Do you manage yourselves? Is it what? How does that work for you guys? Oh, well, we, we spread the wealth a little bit, so... Between Adam and I, we're like co-managers, and then you know Jackson here, fantastic director of morale. <laughs> oh, you're the hype man! Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. I enjoy that He's like Taylor Hawkins, always smiling on the drums. Like you feel him down, just turn around, give him a look, and be like, "All right." Yeah. And then Tommy, he's always been a big help in getting us rehearsal spaces, and now he's taking on the role of being in charge for merch and. Um, so that's that's gonna be his new big role. So it's kind of, we kind of spread the wealth. I mean, clearly we do need a manager, considering we were like an hour late. But <laughs> um, oh yeah, no, but this is a this is not a paying gig. So don't feel bad. You know, I wasn't timing you. Um, fucking, I noticed on your because your merch you sell shirts, right? Like you did. I saw one of your t-shirts, like a tour t-shirt. You actually had a show on nine eleven. How'd that go? Oh, it was awesome. It was, really it was our first show ever. And, yeah. um, we, I mean, Jackson can tell more about it with the, with the tribute to the troops and all that. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. It was actually that SAE show, that our very first one, right? Yeah, one, yeah. Uh, we, uh, um, yeah, it went well. Like, it was just kind of trial by fire type thing. Like, we had had a few practices, and 
Adam played the national anthem, and then it just kind of blurred from there. Oh, he, what, I'm telling you, like, you, you play for, like, a frat with as much energy as SAE wanted to have that night. We played the national anthem. We, we kind of blew the doors off the place. Um, there were some street kids who we have no affiliation with who happened to set off fireworks during the bombs bursting in Air Park. I thought that was pretty nice timing on those random street individuals. Zero, um, none affiliation. Yeah, no affiliation all, whatsoever. None. We don't know them. But uh, What's like the influence of your covers on your original stuff? Is it still like classic rock? How do y'all write songs? Man, the, the song we have like the most work into right now is kind of a... Uh, it was from like a cabin weekend we took. We took a few days, just kind of went and, and, and practiced a bunch, wrote a bunch, and... It just kind of happened. Um, there was just like a guitar kind of progression I had, um, threw a little bass line on it, and we group wrote lyrics one day, and it, came, it, was, it was just a slow progression, but it slowly came together. And um, But to answer your question, I think the covers have... It's like our cumulative taste, so... There's just a little bit of everything kind of in it, I'd say. Yeah. Um, there's definitely elements of all of us blended into it. So like like any rock and roll made these days, you're going you're gonna to hear everything in it, which is cool. And at the same time, I think what we're going for when we record is, well, how do we want this to sound live? And I think we're going to really put work into making that really happen when we record it making sure what you hear is what you're going to hear live. Because to be honest, that's, that's the most rock and roll thing you can do is be down to earth and authentic. And that's a big reason why our instruments, I mean, we're going pretty analog with all this stuff. There's a couple exceptions here and there. You know, you got your 21st century advantages of having a, some Bluetooth connectivity on the microphone. But when you're turned around, see the Marshall Super leads, like we get down to business, so... We hope to bring that same attitude into the recording studio. Fuck yeah. And so you guys got one song, Three Nights in Mexico. That one's like, where's, is any idea on a release date or anything like that? Uh, to be announced. Um, you can check us out at the underscore bad underscore neighbors. There's a few other bad neighbors. So that's a, that's a hell of a, hell of a tagline. But uh, also at thebadneighbors.com, all one word. Uh, we'll have news on release. Um, Sometime this fall, man, sometime this winter. And then my Venmo is Jackson Yarbrough. Um, if anybody, you know, if anybody's just, you know, want to slap me a few dollars or anything. Yeah, yeah. Jackson with an E? Yes, very good. They need to know that because there's probably a Jackson Yarbrough that might get a couple extra dollars, bro. Hell <laughs> <laughs> no. Remember yeah, the E. on Yarby's watch. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, that's fucking sick uh do you guys have any shows coming up you guys gonna be on the road in the next month or so yeah we're working on a, a tune-up show sometime uh late august but our first show on the road is going to be at clemson we're super excited to go down there it's a it's a new uh new little small town we haven't been into so we're looking to tear it up for sure fuck yeah very excited well that's pretty much all i got for you guys uh thanks for your time for yeah, sure for awesome
Yeah. 